Welcome back to another episode. This is my weekly series where I take a closer look at four stocks that I would like to buy this week. Like many of you, on a weekly basis, I try to put money on my account to either one, increase my overall positions in some of my uh, stocks that I own, or two, buy new positions to kind of diversify my overall portfolio. I do say most weeks because there have been some issues in my personal life these past uh, few months. For example, this past last week, I was very, very sick where I barely did any videos. Obviously, that reduces my income. So last week, I wasn't able to really purchase anything. Um, So it's never a reason because of the market itself. It's more just personal reasons. Uh, The past few months have been pretty hectic for me. Uh, But this week, I do have uh, I have the intentions of purchasing these four stocks. And we're going to see there it's going to be one ETF, one mega tech giant and two growth stocks. And I do believe all four are giving me strong opportunity this week so let's take a closer look in today's episode i do want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and make sure to check out fool.com slash jose to get the top 10 stocks to buy right now all right so the first stock is gonna be an etf that follows the semiconductor industry and if you guys know me you guys know how bullish i am in this overall space it comes from my education and my previous career background and the ETF I'm looking at is SOXQ, Invesco PHLX Semiconductor ETF. The reason I enjoy the semiconductor industry is there's so much tailwinds in this space. Uh, but more importantly, there's I, I want to say there's huge opportunity right now as a lot of these stocks have been beaten down because of these consumers' fears, because of the overall macroeconomic fears. But I do believe technological innovation does not stop, and it's going to be fueled by semiconductors. Unfortunately, the semiconductor industry can be a little bit tricky, but one thing that I like to do is I do believe the semiconductor market as a whole is going to be the overall market. So instead of me investing some time in just an overall market ETF, I believe I'll have better returns being a semiconductor ETF. This is the one I like to follow the most again you might get a little bit more volatility as the semiconductor market does come with volatile times but there is a reason i enjoy this etf one thing i do want to say is probably this is one that has sometimes low volume uh so it's very be very careful when placing an order in something like this if you want to purchase there are other semiconductor etfs something like this you just have to make sure to have some form of limit order uh, when purchasing due to sometimes volume maybe being a little bit low if we take a closer look at some of the fun details let me explain why i enjoy at first this has a very low total expense ratio of 0.19 percent normally you don't see this kind of low ratio for any kind of sector specific etf especially one with number of holdings being 30 i like this is a concentrated etf with 30 positions also one with low expense ratio if we take a closer look at their top holdings we can see one of their top holdings is nvidia their number one that's also one of my number one positions but if we take a closer look their other top 10 holdings I personally only own three semiconductors out of their top 10 holdings. And this is why I like it. One, it helps me kind of continue to invest in the companies I'm super bullish in, like NVIDIA. But at the same time, it eliminates my bias, right? Because only three out of the top 10 stocks here I own in my portfolio. So it means that the other seven stocks are outside my bias region. And these are companies like Broadcom, like Texas Instrument, which I do understand there is some form of bullish reason behind them. Might be a strong value play, a strong kind of legacy semiconductor play, a strong dividend play, right? And that's 
something I normally don't go with my bias. So by having an ETF that one has certain positions in their top 10 with companies I enjoy and also majority of the kind of companies that I don't have a form of bias to, it kind of helps me create a very, very great um, investment in the semiconductor market. Now, the second company is a mega tech giant. But before we go any further, guys, if you are enjoying this episode, make sure to hit the thumbs up as it does help me grow my overall audience. If you want to support a little bit more, make sure to subscribe using my link at fool.com slash Jose. And I'm pretty sure you might have heard it on repeat on the last three minutes, how I enjoy the semiconductor market so much. Well, I enjoy it so much that I started my own semiconductor podcast uh, in the new channel. The link is above weekly episodes about that space. Great, great content. Unfortunately, because I was sick, I didn't release an episode last week. But my awesome co-hosts were going to be releasing an episode this upcoming Friday. So make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. All right. So the second stock is going to be Alphabet, a.k.a. Google. Right now, we can see year to date, the stock is down roughly 36%. Obviously, due to macroeconomics, one thing we are seeing is the slowdown of advertisement. And this is where Google makes most of its money. Most recent quarter, the company did grow its revenue 6% year over year. I believe that's pretty impressive. And again, right now, the only thing stopping it is really the macroeconomics. I don't think advertisement is going anywhere anytime soon. And when consumer spending comes back, when advertising money comes back, we are going to see strong revenue growth here in Google, not only in just their search and others, but in my opinion, YouTube ads is becoming just more and more prominent for the overall company, and we're going to see more growth there. Google Cloud, right, their clouding solutions is also growing dramatically. Revenue is up a nice amount year over year, and I do believe the clouding market is going to continue to grow. So we have numerous tailwinds here for Google. For me, this is kind of a no-brainer. I understand that as long as the consumer market continues to be weak, advertisement continues to be weak, I can see how Google might not be the best returner during that time. But in the long term of things, I do believe all this will pick back up. All right, now for stock number three, we're going to take a closer look at a growth stock, Unity Software. And you might have watched my video about a month ago where this stock was roughly at $20. And I explained why, in my opinion, this could be a huge growth investment uh, for those that are kind of able to understand some of the risk behind this stock, um, but why this company has huge potential. We can see right now the stock is down roughly 75.8% from its all-time high, so definitely has taken quite a beating. For those not familiar with Unity, this is a company, a game engine, right? So you use it for 2D, 3D, real-time solutions to make animations, and their solutions are used everywhere from games, digital twins, automotive, film, life entertainment, architecture, engineering, government, gambling, and the list goes on. Well, there's numerous tailwinds for Unity in their gaming market, and with the recent acquisition of um, Iron Source, they're also kind of moving into the advertisement a little bit more, right? I talked about it with Alphabet, why I believe the advertisement space is going to continue to grow. The other thing is they do a lot of simulation with their 3D kind of content. Uh, robotic simulation, artificial intelligence uh, simulation, uh, autonomous, autonomous in everything from what you're driving to a robot in a distribution center for huge kind of retail companies can go a long way. And you can use their solutions to overall improve that. Here we can see how Accenture is actually using Unity to train and deploying AI for industrial robotics. Again, I believe the gaming market is going to continue to grow. Obviously, right now, with consumer spending taking quite a hit, we might expect the gaming market to go down. But once that picks back up, gaming market is going to be strong the overall advertisement with their overall iron source acquisition is going to be strong and the overall kind of solutions they're hitting the enterprise market with digital twins with ai simulation with kind of visualization and anime stuff animation 
huge huge tailwinds for this company so this is going to be my third growth stock on my watch list the final one i'm taking a closer look at is shopify ticker shop we can see year to date the stock is down roughly 71 percent definitely taking quite a hit again with e-commerce the overall consumer market is down so we are seeing e-commerce companies like shopify be down more importantly is this is a company that deals with the um with the kind of creation of new businesses and during this time you don't see many people opening up new e-commerce stores why because we are seeing inflation so higher price of shipment higher price of higher mar lower margins on their products so it's less incentivized to kind of open up some form of e-commerce store or to kind of sell online right so it's right now it's at a huge slowdown in this space but again once that picks up once the overall market picks back up right you're going to start seeing new online businesses you're going to start to see new online products new online sales Shopify, in my opinion, is going to be a winner from that space. I mean, a few things that I enjoy about Shopify is this con company continues to expand where its solutions can be used. For example, in 2021, they entered into TikTok, Alipay, Spotify, JD.com. And in 2022, they entered so many new integrations with things like Twitter and YouTube, which I believe is super impressive. They continue to grow their logistics with Deliver. They continue to grow their offline systems with their point on sale go system as well. And more importantly, they're entering the marketing business with Shopify audience so they are doing customer acquisitions with things like ads and you guys know how bullish I am with ads and if ads are coming out there it means the e-commerce market is back strong so in my opinion these three stocks I do believe all have a tailwind once the market turns around and who knows when that might be right but that's the great thing about being a long-term investor we're able to buy stocks at levels like they are now dollar cost average into them even if we might have purchased during the highs in 2021 and 2022 dollar cost averaging is the way to go right because yes you might have purchased at those times but if you purchase now those dollar cost averagings are going to go a long way and once the overall market does kind of pick back up i do believe we will continue to see some great investments and we will be happy that hey we continue to purchase in 2022 even though the market seemed pretty pretty bad so these are the four stocks I'm keeping an eye on. Let me know in the comments below what are some of the stocks you are keeping your eyes on. Take care. Have a good day and see you next time.